Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, and I'm joined by Charles Furland, VP and General Manager of Telco at Lenovo. Welcome, Charles. Thank you. So, Charles, this is the first time on the program for you. Can you describe your role at Lenovo and how it relates to Lenovo's broader pursuit sure. of the comm service provider market? Sure. I mean, Lenovo has three main divisions. One is the PC, one is the mobile phone headset, and one is obviously the data center group. I belong in the data center group and responsible for the communication service provider segment or the telco segment. Fantastic. Now, Lenovo obviously has a broad reputation as a technology leader. When you look at the comm service provider market or telco market, what is unique about that market and what does Lenovo leverage from its broader technology leadership to apply? There's a big transformation happening with communication service provider. They used to buy appliances with specific hardware and specific software, and now this model is getting disaggregated where hardware can be purchased with some very high-end functionality and software can be selected from whoever they prefer. And so the communication service provider or CSPs are putting together a solution that is tailored to them mm -hmm. and meets their exact requirement. And what Lenovo can help them develop is providing an optimized hardware infrastructure to host these software solutions to run their network operation. Now, Lenovo has been aiming technology not just at the core of the network, but also at the network edge. Right. What is your view of the network edge, and how is that evolving as you've talked to comm service providers in terms of the types of capabilities that are being driven to the edge? Sure, and the concept of introducing compute resources at the edge is not new, but what is new is a lot more of the data has to be processed towards the edge. Right now, most of the data is created in the data centers or in the cloud, and what we're seeing more and more is some of the data origination is at the edge and therefore introducing some compute resources at the edge really improves the network performance. For example, if you're going to capture some video feeds from high definition cameras in a city, backhauling all of this into a core data center in the middle of the country doesn't make any sense. You consume a huge amount of bandwidth, you lose a lot of time, so the latency is pretty high, and most of the data is irrelevant at that point. What we're able to introduce as far as new use cases is compute resources at the edge, in which context we're able to process the video frame and do the analysis directly at the edge, directly near the content creation, and only upload to the core network what is relevant, what is significant, and if there is a, something meaningful to be processed. And everything else we can discard at the edge. So we optimize the network performance and use the network in a more efficient way. Now, when you look at the infrastructure at the edge versus what we're running in data centers today, is there any difference in terms of the design of that infrastructure and what do you have to keep in mind? Right, fundamentally the concept is the same. So we're talking about an x86 server, we're talking about more or less the same type of hardware. However, there's some ruggedized environment. We need to have product that can sustain a different heat, different temperature, humidity, that we need to have a hardware that is often smaller in format because the edge does not have a lot of room available to store massive compute. And also energy efficient. That's another important aspect that we need to find the right combination between performance, price, and energy consumption. And actually for the past year, we've been working with Orange in France in a joint innovation program to actually find that right combination between performance and energy consumption so that we can optimize the cost and the performance at the edge. 
That's fantastic. Now I know that you're showing some of this technology here at Mobile World. Tell me about the demos that you're showing on site and how they relate to this vision. Sure. So one of the demos is actually between Intel, China Mobile, Buy Sales, and us. And basically, it's an open RAN demo. And Lenovo joined last year the Open RAN Association. We're actually co-chair of the work group number six, which is the cloudification and orchestration. And we believe this is important to the promotion of radio network in the future to have a more open standard instead of having some very specific proprietary protocols. So what we're showing at our booth is an end-to-end -end indoor PicoCell demo. So basically, this is a 5G end-to-end -end using Lenovo 5G phones, laptops, running on Lenovo servers, and OpenRAN's software on top of it. Now, I've heard that some folks question if OpenRAN is actually a real thing. And this is a hard place to drive open source innovation. Can you talk about what you're seeing in the industry and why you've decided to invest in this space? I can imagine some are doubtful and can cast a shadow over if it's useful or not. Definitely, the momentum is behind an OpenRAN architecture. What we have seen in the rest of the industry is if you have a software that is valuable, customers will keep to see value in it. Right now, what open source and ORAN is promoting is the environment where we can disaggregate it from the hardware from the software. We can have different orchestration platform. So really allowing the service provider to select the best of breed solution and tailor it to their specific need. And we believe ultimately this is what the service provider will benefit is a more flexibility in how they develop their infrastructure rather than a monolithic environment where a vendor come and propose a set of hardware and features and software and say, this is what you're getting. And by the way, your competitor is getting pretty much the same thing. So to differentiate between one and another is very hard. Now you talked about the demo being a collaboration between Intel, Lenovo, and others. This is reflective of a broader collaboration between our companies. Why is there so much focus on the collaboration between Lenovo and Intel in terms of delivering these capabilities to the market? Well, I mentioned that the server, the x86 architecture that we're using is efficient. There's some specific traffic in the radio network that we need to accelerate, and we use technologies from Intel, such as Quick Assist, QAT card, or FPGA cards, to really accelerate that radio traffic in order to be more efficient. When I'm talking about that price, performance, energy consumption, efficiency, this is where we're using these advanced technology from Intel on QAT and FPGA, so that we have enough throughput to handle radio traffic in real time and doing it in a more efficient way. Now, Lenovo's also been a great partner in delivery of Intel Select Solution offerings to the market in this yes. space. Thank Can you. you talk about your focus there? So Intel Select is a solution set that we are supporting. We have been one of the first to contribute and will continue to contribute there. It's one great example that Intel shows some leadership in bringing different parties together and have a standard set of architecture and reference that all the vendors can comply to instead of each one of us coming up with a different schema that we decide is the best. So this something is helping the industry move forward and we're very proud and will continue to support Intel Select. And talking about the industry moving forward, Charles, obviously we are at ground zero in terms of the network industry's engagement at MWC. What are you seeing from partners, from software providers, from comm service providers that you're talking about in terms of their deployment of edge technologies and further innovation on Lenovo platforms? That's a good question because the 5G is really only going to really pick up and become relevant when service providers are able to monetize the service. We'll get faster phone and better download speed, but it's hard to get more revenue for that same service that we're having right now on 4G. So what this 
this is opening up is more use cases for the service provider to monetize that extra bandwidth and lower latency. That could be video processing at the edge, that could be automated car driving, that could be drone navigation. And all of these are very complex and very different use cases that will apply in different declination in different countries. And therefore, having that open architecture where they can select a specific hardware and a specific software and a partner to do that navigation of a drone, for example, is really going to allow the service provider to be more creative and differentiate themselves from one another. And ultimately, the customers will benefit in having services that make more sense for their market instead of having a one-size-fit-all type of approach. Fantastic. Now, Charles, I'm sure that in our conversations, we've sparked some interest from our audience about learning more about Lenovo solutions in this space. Where can folks find out more about where Lenovo is driving technology innovation in the network and how can they connect with your team? Lenovo.com data center. We have a data center group webpage and in there you'll see a solution set for the telco. Uh, obviously we're posting the latest and greatest over there and probably reaching us through the website is the best way at this point. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a real pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you very much. 